Welcome to Not Sure This Matters with Matt Nolan and Miranda Mast. Miranda, good morning. Happy Monday. Question for you. Uh-huh. I'm walking my kid into daycare. Yeah. And I hear loud music and a car flying into the parking lot as I'm taking my two-year-old, almost two-year-old, into my arms to bring her inside. A fellow parent. Fellow parent, I don't know at this point, or <laughs> could have been an employee. Oh, the car right, flies true. into the parking lot, turns around the building into like the empty portion of the parking lot. So I followed it with my kid in my arms and I get around the corner of the building and I stand there staring at the car. I was ready to really lay into this person. But they sat in their car. Now their windows were all tinted. We've discussed my issue with over tinted windows and they were they had this going on. So I couldn't actually see inside the car. I don't know who it was to this day. I don't know who it was. <laughs> So I stood there for like two minutes, literally two minutes, waited, nothing happened. So one of two things was happening, in my opinion, on her end. I assume it was a girl because there's no men that work there. They were watching me, waiting for me to walk away because they didn't want the interaction to occur. Right. Or they didn't know I was there at all and they were doing something else. Uh Uh-huh. Either way, I wasn't able to engage. I walked inside. I walked into the, you know, caretaker, supervisor, mother hen's office. Right. And I was like, director, they call it. Director, thank you. <laughs> and I said, look, I want to. And she's like, I saw it. I'm going to talk to her. Let me handle it. So I think she understood by my body language yeah. that I wanted to handle it. Uh-huh. And I wanted to take it out on her. And she was very diplomatic and very professional. And she, she was doing the right thing. I guess my question is, above all else, when it comes to family, is this not an opportunity for me to express the way I felt towards this individual and the occurrence with the caveat that I probably would not have handled it well. Yeah. What would you have done? Uh, I, I, so you're, you think it's dangerous cause she was, it was fast. It was absolutely room. dangerous. Right. Totally I mean, dangerous. Right. I am not exaggerating. She probably pulled in it. Like 25 or 30 miles per hour. Yeah, I think I I would have said something to the director while yeah. I was dropping off. Mother hen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that I wouldn't have confronted that individual individual directly. I would have like let her supervisor know that I thought that this was inappropriate. That sounds like the right thing to do. Uh-huh. My only issue is how do I know what's happened since? You just have to have faith in this place that you're entrusting to watch your child sure. that there that you believe her that she's going to do the right thing and I think she is going to do I think I think she'll to, she totally agrees it's bad for business or it could like be hurt someone hurt you know be have like horrible ramifications if someone like pulls into your parking lot too quickly so be the optimist and think that it was handled accordingly and correctly and I need to move on yeah and don't you feel like um, the way she received, like, didn't you believe her when she said that? Sure. Yeah. I guess I just wanted to see this person really get penalized for their behavior. I think they're going to be told it's, not it's to It's so do it shocking again. to me. It's a daycare. Like, the oldest aged kid in that place has to be, what, four? She was, like, running late, I guess. I, but it, she must have seen people in the parking lot. Like, yeah. it was such a bad decision. And we all make bad decisions. I am I'm not. It feels almost like from bad it feels almost making. like she did like she didn't realize that how like bad it is to be like sp- like speeding into like a parking lot where there's obviously children. I guess I was like, do I, do I want this person at all taking care of my kid? What if it was my kid's teacher? You want like the big big ramification? I need to know what the, I I felt yeah. like I needed to know what was going on, but I 
I guess you're right. I'm trusting these people to take care of my kids. And Sure, we got to yeah. faith that they're going to like follow the right protocol. Next uh, episode is going to be our gratitude episode. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, soon to be. And I've reached out to a few people, and it looks like we're going to get some feedback, for which I'm grateful uh-huh. and excited to share. Um, but do we have any fact checks for today's app? We do. Um, so Jesse was on the last time. Jesse the fish. Did you listen to the pod? <laughs> I, I had a busy you like weekend. stopped listening, right? Yeah. Um, but no. Oh yeah, busy weekend. You yeah, went away. I Girls did. trip. You no. went to the casino or something? No, we went down to Princeton, New Jersey. Your alma mater? No, my dad went there. Okay. But it's like with Albert Einstein. Um, Albert's a little bit older than my dad. Okay, can't be that far, <laughs> right? Einstein went there in the fifties. Back Jack. And um, I'm gonna say fifties. We just always, they live in pretty deep South Jersey, so we always look for somewhere a little Who's bit like, in between. My two friends live as a Oh, thug. your crew. Yeah. And so, so crew. it was like a little bit in the middle. Like they just had, they drove like north and I drove south. And I mean, it always takes me longer because I have to go through the city. Like That I doesn't to, fe- seem fair. Yeah. But so what, that one time they came up to Terrytown, that was like closer to me. Okay. Anyway, um, so, oh, I was busy. That was all I was saying. That's why you didn't listen to the pod. Do you want to hear my fact check? Sure. Okay. We, we all do. So we talked about, we were talking about um, pearls, where they come from. Yeah, I, I think it's oysters. And we thought Jesse should know because he's a seaman. That's why I brought it up. And boy, that segment <laughs> fell flat. <laughs> hey, you know where this comes from? No. Okay, moving on. So while all mollusks, including oysters, mussels, and clams, can technically make pearls, huh. Only some saltwater clams and some freshwater mussels are used to commercially grow cultured gem-grade pearls. So when they, like, make them for, like, jewelry distributors, that's how they do it. So it's not an oyster. It's a clam. They're, they're saying when, I guess you can find them in the wild. clams or mussels. Yeah. But that's how, when they, like, have their, you know, like, farms, their pearl farms, that's how they produce them. Okay, natural follow-up is, can they actually do that? Can they create enough mollusks that their entire population of their farm yields pearls? I, I don't know what And they, if so, wouldn't you just create a, because pearls are expensive. Yeah, but that, that's what they, like, yeah, I, pearls aren't, like, always found in the wild. Yeah, we, we're able to, like, generate them. But if you found one... Could you put two mollusks together and then they would make pearl babies and then you would just be a pearl dealer? Like, who's got the best pearls? Who's got genes? the best pearls? Yeah. Right. Like, like growing weed. Who can, like, produce the best and biggest I think we're on to something. Pearl. It's not a bad idea. I do know that a uh, saltwater pearl is, like, a little bit more, like, not as perfectly shaped. It looks a little bit, like, um, more. I don't Natural? know, organic, yeah, okay. where the um, freshwater pearls are like when you see that like perfect sphere, that's what they are. Did you happen to look up the etymology of the world is your oyster? No, was I supposed to? It's No, it's it's the th- it's, it's what we think it is. You and I thought different things. Oh, yeah, I thought it was like because it's like fancy. And I think it's because it's opportunistic. Let's <laughs> throw another. Because Annie asked. Yeah, and I didn't answer it very well. I only have one match pad. Um, okay, well, I want to hear that. It's not pod related. It's I put up my Christmas lights already. Your reindeer? No, so the reindeers, I was getting made fun of by somebody in my house last night. The reindeer is going to be systematic. You want to hear the plan? Yes. Hold on, so you, so you did your lights. So they're like strung along your front porch or something? Y- yeah, and then some. 
Okay. Okay. So I think we're going to add Garland. This doesn't matter. But I the lights garland. the lights are up. <clears throat> so in our old house, we had a split rail fence. So we could put reindeer strategically throughout the front yard. And it could even look like you could stick their heads through the fence. It looked like they were, you know, enjoying the crowd and or eating. Like there's very picturesque right it had this kind of like petting zoo vibe yes they exactly. were like right. they were like on your lawn and that was where they lived right yeah so that's what we we're going for uh-huh. and i think we nailed it and so i i've loved doing that so i want to add reindeer to the, this year's motif but my yard now is smaller and more accessible than my last yard there's no fence so actually you and i debated this i think there's nine reindeer you think there's eight so there's eight, and then Rudolph's the ninth. Is that a fact? Yeah, we Googled it. I know, but then I heard something on the because li- I've been listening to Christmas music for you know months now, and I thought they said eight reindeer. Let's. Why not? It's the holidays. Anyway, so my idea is so Thanksgiving comes Thursday, Friday morning, or Friday night, under the cover of darkness, I'm going to bring out one reindeer, Rudolph. And put him somewhere in the yard. Not completely obvious, but somewhere that if you drove by, you'd probably be able to see him. Rudolph's a him, right? He. Yeah. And then the next week, I'm going to move him and then add two more. I think actually all reindeer are, are girls. The ones that, the ones that, that fly. <sighs> you know I want to hit the fact <laughs> check, but what makes you say that? I, I feel like I read it somewhere once that like... W- well, because do they have horns? So the ones that I bought, which are doe and deer. Yeah. A female deer. I think the boys right. have the horns. Right. So do the like the Santa's reindeer have horns? Who could say? All right, I'll look into it. Also feel like you should know that. Or we. Somebody should know that. <clears throat> Somebody listening may know. All right. So this is like for people who are looking at your yard or it's like for your kids? It's more likely going to be... If anybody notices at all, it'll be the people that drive to and from work mm-hmm. the same way, which is down my street every day. I, they'll, they should notice. And they like keep an eye out, and there's like a new one every day, and it's kind of fun. Not daily. I can't do daily because it's not It's not the, whatever, 30 days is not the visible by eight mm-hmm. or nine, to be honest. So I got to be strategic. And it's not just I'm not going to add reindeer. I'm going to move them. And then I might put Rudolph on the roof roof on Christmas Eve. It's like Elf on a Shelf. I just don't know how I'm going to get up there. Um, Maybe some sort of a pulley system. I'm just it if it, it's feeling like a lot of work. And I'm in. I'm, I'm all in on it. I don't I'm, care. I'm I will not spare no sure expense. Who's like get, get, getting anything out of me? It. Me. I love it. I absolutely love it. I took like 40 pictures of my front yard. I yesterday. think if if Annie thinks it's fun and every day she runs out and she looks to see if it moved, I think you can consider it a success. It's a W. Fair yeah. enough. I had some showings this past weekend. Okay, and I met the couple at the houses, and but they were. Like, not all near each other. It's four houses, and they're all kind of spread apart. Different towns. I had an interesting thought when we were leaving one house, right? Mm. So when you're leaving one house and going to the next, naturally, we all just put into our phone, how do we get there? Yeah. Now, I would think, since I was the tour guide, I was the MC, that I would lead the pack. Sure. In reality, because we were going further than, let's say, a half mile. Yeah, you might not stay like connected. We weren't going to stay. Time. The motorcade not was not going to yeah. stay pieced together. So they kind of took off in front of me, but we're still going in the same direction. Now, as we got onto the highway, I was wondering now, I, I would not have driven at the speed at which they were driving. I probably would have driven faster, but I didn't want to, like, 
you felt like you were supposed to like you guys were this line. together. Yeah. yeah, you're supposed to like arrive at the exact same time if possible. But I noticed myself thinking a lot more about not just my speed, but like my personal behavior inside the car and my my driving etiquette and all that stuff. And you're I wonder merging your blinker. I wonder, do you, Miranda, change the way you drive when somebody else is in your car? Do you drive the same way when you're driving by yourself, let's say to work, versus when your husband's in the car and you're going out to dinner? I uh, I think I I think I'm more conscious of how I drive. I think I drive like better, probably better. Okay. When someone's either like following behind me, yeah, or in the car in the passenger seat. So I I tend to agree with you uh-huh. that we definitely change the way we drive. I question the better part because I think you're more naturally inclined and instinctual to drive better when you're by yourself because you're inhibitions are at bay like being you're trusting yourself more. yeah is somehow yeah. like yeah. making it yeah a worse drive that's right and my brother i remember when my brother was teaching me to drive he was like if you hesitate don't do it and i, I always keep that in my mind like if i'm at a stop sign and the, the road in front of me has no stop signs or stoplights i have to get onto this lane yeah and the car looks like it's far enough but i'm not sure and i want to go and i about to hit accelerate but i'm like ah, and then i hesitate i never go that's how you cause an accident. I've always been taught that. Okay. So I think we do. I think we drive worse, even though we're trying to drive better when people are with us or following us. Interesting. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> Quick side note: I found this in my phone. I thought I'd just throw it out there. It means absolutely nothing. Shocker. How good are the songs "Meet Virginia" and "I'm the One" by Mr. Big? Okay, "Meet Virginia." I know that song. One to ten. Yeah, it's a happy song. It's like an eight. It's not an easy ten. I. It's a good song. I like it. Wow. Is easy that 10. is the second song you said by the same artist? No. What's the second song you said? Meet Virginia's by Train. Uh huh. And it was like their only, as far as I knew, it was their only hit until like Drops of Jupiter. Good for them. And they were spaced out. Uh huh. Not that I was a big Train guy. Uh, and then the other one is Hold On, Little Girl. Oh, I really, really like that song. That's a 10. I'm going to give it a 10. All right. All right. We're at the same page. All right. Eight out of 10. Average is good. Yeah. Is there any difference between right and wrong? What, Matt? Okay. Deep breath. Is there a difference between right and wrong? I don't know how to answer this question. I don't understand what you're asking. It seems pretty simple that the answer should be yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yes, there's a difference between right and wrong. Okay. Does something have to be wrong in order for the other thing to be right? Allow me to illustrate an example. I don't think... uh, Let's keep it friendly. I was going to say, I don't think I should cheat on my wife. But let's use that example. I don't think I should cheat on my wife. I think to cheat on my wife is wrong. Okay. Okay. There are people, couples, that believe in open marriages. Sure. And they would say, well, let's, let's to them, take it's the, not wrong. Let's take the word cheat out. I don't think I should sleep with other women while I'm married to my wife. I think it's wrong. Okay. There are people, couples, that would disagree with me, and they would say, it's right. 
Do you agree with that? Uh-huh. Okay. Therefore, it's possible for both of them to be right. Then where is the existence of wrong? Is it only wrong if the opposite exists? Like is right and wrong in every sense a matter of opinion and opinions are subjective. Right. So totally. how can you ever be right yeah. or ever be wrong? I mean It's a tough question. Yeah, it's right? an interesting question. So I think like morality is based on standards that are rooted way back when, either religious or historical. Mm-hmm. And yet the evolution of society, I think now more than ever, is changing. Like we're very like polarized and like in like politics or and our beliefs and that there's like this is we think this is right and we think other people should do what we think is right. So I I think that's true for somebody like myself that tends to be more on the conservative side of tradition. But there's definitely a movement towards the middle, which I think ultimately is better in terms of equality. Mm -hmm. But I think it blurs the lines almost too much. Because if there's no, if everyone's just hanging out in the middle and everybody's kind of right, then nobody is wrong. And then the standard is is gone. If everybody's right, then who the fuck is wrong? Therefore, does it exist at all? Right. Like, does it doesn't matter if there's a standard or not. Yeah. Yeah. Or where does it come from in the first place? And are we, are we moving toward, are we moving in a direction that's going to eliminate the presence of wrong because if everybody's in the middle, then how can you criminalize somebody that's wrong? I don't know. I know. It's wild, right? I, I wish I had more to say. But yeah, I, 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 yeah, it's something to think about. I should have written down an example more than that. But I think that's pretty pretty fair representation of, of does the other situation or person have to be wrong for the other one to be right. I think our natural response to that is yes, of course. One is right and one is wrong. Two plus two is four. It's not five. But if five wants to be included, we're going to let them be included. So now two plus two, sure, it can be five. It feels like we, we, including myself on this because I'm a fan of, of blurring the lines a little bit. I want everybody to be happy. But I don't want to be in a world where everybody's right. There's got to be wrong. I don't want to teach my kid that that there's no difference in in either standing up for yourself or or talking back if you believe in what you think if 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 to who she is, who one of my kids is. They're allowed to stand up for themselves even though somebody may not agree with them. Right? That's how I feel. Uh-huh. But I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, so nobody says anything. So everybody's right. And guess what? Ironically. What? I think that's wrong. If you had to take the SATs today, uh-huh. how would you do? Uh, I probably do. I, I, I did better on verbal than okay. math yeah. back in the day. Yeah. And I, would, I think I would probably do the same. I think I would, I feel like the math stuff I didn't, I probably didn't retain, you know, like I went to all the classes yeah. and I did all the prep and like blah, 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 where I think the on the like verbal side, I probably retained more. What was your strong suit in math? 
if any? Mm-hmm. How much? What math do you use now? Um, just like addition and subtraction. Sure, multiplication. Yeah. yeah. Division. Right. Beyond that, hardly any. I know it's like that joke when they when they were like, well, "It's not like you're gonna walk around with a calculator in your pocket all the time." And now we all walk around with a calculator, calculator in our pocket. pocket yeah. I've uh, one of our friends' kids is gonna always you know doing the college thing right now. Yeah. And I was like, man, if I took the SATs right now, I don't know how well I would do. And there's a writing segment, or we had a writing segment. Yeah, they they changed the the numeric grading, uh-huh, but I, th- like I think it was one to five or something at the time. I think they've come back to out of 1600, but at one point it was higher. I just think it's. I think I do fine in the writing too. What if they instituted exams like SAT slash vocation avocation? Okay, so right, you're saying that this testing isn't actually figuring out if these kids are going to be successful in the world. Or the kids that do well, you should go to college. And the kids that do shitty, like you should go to be a mechanic and you should be a hairdresser and you should be a ditch More vocational skills. Which we need. Absolutely. So what if we intentionally... Uh Uh-huh. It's like not that you... This whole episode might sound very Marxist, but I don't mean it that way. Right, it's like it's not that you, oh, you scored poorly on your SATs. It's like, oh, you scored in a way that this is actually your your direction. Your focus should be somewhere else. Yeah, math and and Uh writing aren't your thing, but man, I bet you could put an engine together. Why don't we focus on that? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I got a couple other things that are pointless, and then we'll wrap it, okay? (laughs) Okay. Get ready for this Thanksgiving pot. Oh, I only have one. Words that mean the opposite of what they are. I thought, didn't we have this conversation? With who? Me and you. Oh, I don't know. Did we? Wasn't it the anti, the... No, 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 no. Oh, that's that's a fair point. When I was saying, no, I was saying words oh. that don't have opposites, which by the way, not to call you out publicly, but you have not followed up on that fact check. Words that mean the opposite of what they are. Right. Would you care for an example? Yeah. Okay. When people send me a picture of something that's great, my response is sick. That's the opposite of what you mean. Yeah. Uh-huh. I I don't know this for a fact. Our friend, our mutual friend there is a skateboarder. I think a lot of it comes from that industry, that lifestyle. Hmm. For example, that's nasty. Uh-huh. That means good. It does mean good nowadays. That's filthy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? Same thing, yeah? Yeah. Wicked. Same. Yeah. Hey, do you have any examples? They're all like pretty trendy. Yeah, but I was, and they all seem to be in that kind of arena. Uh huh. But I wonder if there's more. And I wonder if there's a way to find out. Cool. There's not. I Googled it. Cool. 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 Very good. Is it though? I mean, it's off the top of your head. It's not bad. Because it means like cold. Cool means cold. Sure. But, but you're saying that it's, it's like not. a good thing. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't have to mean, you know, you said the opposite. That's why that one doesn't work, I don't think. It yeah. doesn't mean what it means. But cool is it- the other side of the pillow. That's uh-huh. a sports center thing. Anyway, something to think about. Okay. I feel like we've probably gone on longer than we needed to. Okay. Let's give it the old wrap it, and then uh, I'll see you on the gratitude pod. Sounds good.